0: For your morning, all the news you need to know. It's the WABC early news on 77 WABC.
1: Welcome to the 77 WABC early news. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic and weather. Here's everything you need to know.
0: The top five at five. My fellow citizens, America's comeback starts right now. Former President
1: Donald Trump announcing a third run for the White House during a prime time speech last night in Florida. New Jersey greenlights a controversial bear hunt to coincide with the state's six-day deer shoot hunt. Two Russian-made missiles strike NATO member Poland, killing two people. The third time's the charm as NASA's new unmanned Mega Moon rocket blasts off into outer space. Sentencing for a New York woman in an attempted firebombing of an occupied NYPD police cruiser during George Floyd protests in New York City. Former President Donald Trump has officially announced he is running for president in 2024, marking his third bid for the White House, saying we are a nation in decline and America's comeback starts right now. Trump made the announcement Tuesday night in an address from his Mar-a-Lago estate in Palm Beach, Florida.
0: In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States.
1: The announcement comes as the embattled former president faces multiple criminal and civil investigations. Republicans are also coming off a worse than expected showing in the midterm elections. Trump never conceded his re-election bid in 2022, Joe Biden. President Biden has said he will run again, but has not formally announced. New Jersey's controversial black bear hunt. It is on the New Jersey Fish and Game Council voting to reinstate the hunt during its meeting Tuesday in Trenton, New Jersey. New Jersey's Governor Phil Murphy, who previously opposed the hunt, agreed to it due to an increase in bear sightings around the Garden State. The data the empirical
2: data and the anecdotal evidence was overwhelming that we were coming close to putting people people's lives at risk and we can't let that happen
1: the governor also cited predictions by wildlife officials that the state's bear population in New Jersey could grow to more than 4000 in the next 2 years the council approved an emergency rule allowing the bear hunt to coincide with the annual 6-day shotgun season for deer from December 5th through December 10th. World leaders gathering at the G20 summit in Bali, Indonesia, are attempting to defuse a potential escalation in the months-long Ukraine war after a Russian-made missile struck NATO member Poland, killing two people four miles from Ukraine's border. The circumstances surrounding the incident remain unclear. It's not yet known who fired the missile or precisely where it was fired from though the Polish foreign ministry has described it as Russian-made. Department of Defense Press Secretary Brigadier General Pat Ryder.
3: We are aware of the press reports alleging that two Russian missiles have struck a location inside Poland near the Ukraine border. I can tell you that we don't have any information at this time to corroborate those reports uh, and are looking into this further.
1: Speaking to reporters after holding an emergency meeting with G7 and NATO leaders on the sidelines of the G20 summit, U.S. President Biden said preliminary information suggested it was unlikely the missile was fired from within Russia but was unable to say conclusively until the investigation was complete. Poland has summoned the country's Russian ambassador. Poland is also increasing the combat readiness of some troops and is considering activating Article 4. Of the NATO Military Alliance Treaty. After two failed attempts, NASA launched its new Mega Moon rocket earlier today from Florida. That comes less than a week after the massive machine withstood a hurricane. As expected, Charlie Blackwell Thompson, NASA's first female launch director, gave her go ahead on Tuesday afternoon to start fueling operations. Here's Kennedy Space Center Director Janet Petro speaking ahead of the launch.
0: i got to say, I couldn't be
1: more proud of the team out here. Everything we did to get to this point and then to have those uh, two storms thrown at us uh, at the last minute, uh, Nicole, all the um, evacuations. As you know, uh, one time we remained um, uh, at the pad and the other time we had to roll back to the VAB. But i got to tell you, across the workforce, whether it was our program people, The Artemis 1 mission, a test flight without astronauts, represents the first step in the U.S. space agency's plan to build a lasting presence on the moon and take lessons from there to prepare for a future voyage to Mars in the 2030s. A demonstrator who admitted to hurling a Molotov cocktail at an NYPD van occupied by four police officers during the 2020 George Floyd protests in Brooklyn has been sentenced to six years in prison. Brooklyn federal judge Dora Irizarry imposed a sentence on 29-year-old Samantha Shader of Saugerties, New York. The FBI uncovered a video of Shader tossing that Molotov cocktail into the cruiser. Paul DiGiacomo, president of the Detectives Endowment Association, spoke to NBC4 New York about the
0: sentencing. We're very luck- lucky that the bottle did not break and it did not ignite all over that, uh, that police vehicle.
1: The four officers escaped without injury. Three people, including a Shader, who authorities say has an extensive criminal history, were arrested on federal charges after a pair of NYPD vehicles were firebombed during those protests. Well, Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dismissed Donald Trump's recent spate of angry attacks against him as noise. DeSantis instead touting his own strong election record in the 2022 midterms during a press conference Tuesday, DeSantis firing back at former President Trump hours before Trump announced yet another campaign for the White House at his Mar-a-Lago estate last night.
3: All that's just noise. And really what matters is, are you leading? Are you getting in front of issues? Are you delivering results for people? And are you standing up for folks? And if you do that then none of that stuff matters. And and that's what we've done. We focused on results and leadership. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I would just uh, tell people to go check out the scoreboard from
1: last Tuesday night. DeSantis is a possible challenger to the Republican GOP nod for president in 2024. And some political analysts have suggested DeSantis run with Trump as his VP candidate and make his own bid for president in 2028 Two years after his term as governor expires, the former president has responded by calling the governor disloyal, average, and also a de-sactimonious amid a flurry of other insults. The father of the University of Virginia shooting suspect Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. is speaking out for the first time. The younger Jones is charged with murder in the killing of three university football players and the wounding of two others. Christopher Darnell Jones Sr. says when he last spoke with his son about a month ago, something seemed off.
3: Some people was picking on him or whatever. Uh, he didn't know how to handle it. I just told him, "No, just don't go to school. Don't pay him no mind. Do what you got to do." He was he was real paranoid when I when I talked to him about something. He wouldn't tell me everything.
1: According to police, the shooting happened Sunday night at a parking garage on the university's main campus in Charlottesville. After the team returned from Washington D.C., they say Jones Jr opened fire on a bus filled with UVA football players, killing three of them and hurting two others before later being arrested following a 12-hour manhunt. Jones was on the football team back in 2018, but didn't play in any games. Ronald McDaniel could be out as the chair of the Republican National Committee. Former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney on CNN said he'd like to see someone other than Ronald McDaniel running the RNC moving forward. Mulvaney quoted former President Trump previously, his boss, as saying we would be winning so much we'd be tired of winning and panned. This is not what we expected. Mulvaney later reacted to Trump's announcement on CNN.
3: Trump doesn't like to stay on script. OK, he likes to have a script. He, he, what he does is he'll, he'll start on script and leave and talk about what he really wants to talk about and then come back to the script and then leave and then come back. And, and I didn't really see that tonight. And that's a difference.
1: The number of uh, Trump-backed Republican candidates in last week's midterm elections either performed more poorly than expected or lost to Democrats in some key races. Those losses have prompted some in the party to call for new leadership in Congress and the beginning of a new era without Trump as the de facto leader of the conservative movement. Frontier Airlines is being penalized by the U.S. Department of Transportation for significant scheduling problems during the COVID-19 viral pandemic. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has more.
3: Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says the department is cracking down on bad airline behavior. Airlines were either taking too long or, in some cases, uh, refusing to give to passengers after their flights experienced uh, extreme delays or
0: cancellations.
3: The agency announced Monday that Frontier would pay $222 million in refunds to customers affected by flight cancellations, delays, and other problems due to the pandemic. The company was also fined $2.2 million. Penalties against five foreign carriers were also announced with the total amount of refunds reaching nearly $600 million. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz.
1: The United Nations said the world population hit 8 billion people as of Tuesday, although overall growth rates are slowing. The population milestone reached in part due to a gradual increase in the average human lifespan because of improvements in things like medicine and public health. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said in a statement the world should celebrate the milestone but also exercise caution in the face of great challenges like climate change. Here he is earlier this month at COP27.
2: To stop climate change is the battle of our lives, the defining issue of our time. I'm here in COP27 to make sure we do not let world leaders off the hook. But my best hope is young people's
3: leadership.
1: It took just 12 years for the world population to grow from 7 to 8 billion people, but the UN projects it will take 15 years to reach 9 billion people, a milestone expected to be reached by 2037. It took all of human history to reach a billion people in the early 19th century and about 123 years to reach 2 billion and 33 years to reach 3 billion people in 1960. The global population is expected to decline towards the end of this century. Just before reports of missiles hitting Poland, Russia pounded Ukraine's energy facilities Tuesday with its biggest barrage of missile strikes since Russia invaded Ukraine back on February 24th, causing widespread blackouts. A defiant Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky shook his fist and declared, we will survive everything, saying at least 85 missiles were fired by Russia. Neighboring Moldova was also affected. It reported massive power outages after the strikes knocked out a key power line. The aerial assault followed Ukraine's retaking last week of the southern city of Kherson, a major victory. One citizen told AFP that despite setbacks, they will prevail.
0: I am extremely happy that we are finally liberated, that we are free, because now we have no electricity in the city, no water, no central supply heating, no mobile connection, no Internet connection. But we have no Russians. <laughs> Russian
1: President Putin hasn't commented on the retreat from Kherson since his troops pulled out of the region. Seventy-seven WABC news time five fifteen. And Justin Alex here with your look at sports.
2: Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Make it double digits for your New Jersey Devils, the hottest team in hockey, keeps on rolling with their tenth straight win last night in the form of a five to one victory in Montreal over the Habs. Dougie Hamilton, Jesper Bratt, and John Marino lit the lamp to go along with Vitek Vanacek's twenty five stops in net. But it was Jack Hughes who shined the brightest with his two goals on the night, including this power play score in the second to open up the scoring.
3: Hamilton in front as Bastian goes right to the front of the net again. Hughes whistles one wide. Allen never saw it. Tried to go short side with Bastion in front screening. 35 seconds left on the power play. Hughes, and again, he scores! Jack Hughes, a power play goal! The Devils lead!
2: That call courtesy of MSGSN. With the win the Devs continue to pull away from the Islanders atop the Metropolitan Division with the advantage swelling to four points now. They'll be in Toronto on Thursday to try and push the streak to 11. Over to the hardwood now as we start with our victorious Knickerbockers who pulled the 118 to one eleven road win out against the Jazz in Utah. Jalen Brunson led the way in orange and blue with his 25 points and eight assists and Cam Reddish complimented that with 19 of his own as the Knicks moved to an even 500 at 7-7 overall. Currently good for 7th place in the East Conference. They'll try and keep it going tonight in Denver at ten o'clock Eastern time against the Nuggets. As for the Nets, they fall to six and nine overall after bypassing any form of defense in Sacramento against the Kings, losing a whopping 153 to 121 in the process. As for Kyrie Irving News. Head coach Jacques Vaughn said after the game that there has been no update on when the star guard might return from his uh, team-imposed suspension. Wrapping things up here on the diamond, as the Yankees' offseason aspirations are beginning to take some shape with the retaining of first baseman Anthony Rizzo yesterday. Other than bringing back big number 99 and Aaron Judge, holding on to Rizzo was a top priority for the Yanks, and they got their guy on a two-year deal with a club option in the third year, worth up to $51 million overall. And big news out of Queens here as well, as Mets skipper Buck Showalter, was named National League Manager of the Year on Tuesday night, becoming just the third person to take the prize uh, four times and the first do it with four different franchises. Here with the early news sports update. I'm Justin Alec on 77 WABC.
1: Time for Lou Dobbs with your financial
0: report.
3: This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs financial report.
0: Wall Street posting a third straight winning session. Yesterday's producer price index better than expected. Another sign inflation may have reached its peak. More retail news today. Wall Street expecting a 1% increase in overall sales from September to October. Gas spending will likely be the biggest factor. Still, a Economists are forecasting spending to have remained strong in spite of higher interest rates and inflation. Target headlining retail earnings today. Target expected to post a modest increase in sales year over year. Inventory issues have plagued Target the previous two quarters. The full year outlook could show the retailers back on track. Chipmaker Nvidia will report third quarter results. Wall Street targeting a 16% decline in sales, a 23% decline in overall earnings. Nvidia's stock down nearly 50% this year. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report.
3: Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report.
1: I have futures in the green this morning. The Dow's up 98 points or 0.29% at 33,703. S&P's climbed 12. The Nasdaq up 32.5. Gold up $10.40 an ounce. Crude oil at $87.20 a barrel. That's up 28 cents the wabc early news 77 wabc news time Five Twenty. more than 30 members of rival gangs in brooklyn are facing a 106 count indictment 77 wabc's bob brown reports brooklyn district attorney eric gonzalez says the street gangs referred to as Wu and chew have been terrorizing the
3: brownsville community with their rivalry for years they're really a, a confederacy They're umbrella organizations composed of several subsets of local street crews and other gangs. The gangs are tied to at least 19 shootings between July 2020 and November 2022, two of which were deadly with several wounding innocent bystanders, including a three-year-old girl. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early
0: News.
1: A shocking video released by the NYPD shows a 12-year-old girl walking home from school being grabbed and dragged down a street in Queens by robbers on a motorbike police said the violent attack is all part of a series of at least seven robberies in the borough where thieves steal necklaces julie valeria spoke to fox five
2: they're just the worst human beings alive it happened fast so I, like when I, I didn't feel when i was getting dragged i only like i was only like i only cared about the necklace so like i, I didn't know like what to do or how to react
1: Valeria was walking home from school about 430 in the afternoon on October 24th on Layton Street in Elmhurst when these men suddenly attacked her. The men rode the motorbike on the sidewalk. One man grabbed the girl and dragged her till the bike fell over. They then grabbed her necklace and took off. And police believe that five other incidents at least two days later are connected. The NYPD is asking for the public's help in finding these two men who are snatching necklaces. And you can contact Crime Stoppers. At 1-800-577-TIPS and also online at crimestoppers.nypdonline.org or Twitter at NYPD Tips. We'll be putting that video up on our website, wabcradio.com. The family of Jeremy Logan renewed their call for justice Monday as officials upped the reward for information leading to the arrest of his shooter to $7,500 offered through the end of the year, just until December thirty one. Logan was killed in June of 2021 while attending the memorial service of a friend. Here's Mount Vernon Mayor Sean Patterson Howard, who appeared with Logan's family during the reward announcement. And if anyone in your family's life was taken, you would want someone to step forward. We hear far too often, oh, the street knows, the streets know. But what the streets know and what the streets will say makes the difference between rumor and justice. So if you know, come forward and say. Logan was a father of three. Suffolk County police are targeting illegal car meetups of uh, uh, involving roving parties, things like racing and donuts in industrial and commercial areas and parking lots, leading to noise and quality of life complaints from people who live in those areas. Justin Marino is one of the people who lives in those areas like Dix Hills, and he says the midnight madness has been going on for years.
0: The cars racing and, and spitting out and flying out. I mean, at some point, someone's going to die. It's just a, a big get-together with no consideration for any of the surrounding neighborhoods or families.
1: Marino thinks his Facebook complaint page may have prompted Suffolk County Police to take action. Police broke up two car meetups on Sunday, one in Deer Park, the other in Lindenhurst, seizing two cars and arresting two racers. Suffolk County police say they are using additional resources to go after reckless drivers and partnering with other law enforcement agencies. They're also targeting specific locations where the events are known to happen. Billions of dollars in fraudulent payments were made by New York's unemployment system during the COVID-19 viral pandemic. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard reports.
3: According to an audit released Tuesday by the state comptroller's office, the fraudulent payments were due to weak oversight and a failure to make needed updates to how money is sent to people in genuine need. The audit pointed to more than a decade of state Department of Labor officials not providing needed updates to an aging unemployment system despite warnings dating back to 2010. A record $19 billion was spent on unemployment insurance benefits during the initial Closure as the jobless rate spiked. I'm Alex Barnard for the 77 WABC Early News.
1: Protesters gathered at New York City Hall yesterday to push for a higher minimum wage at the state level. They're hoping for an increase from $15 an hour to $20 an hour. Protesters included workers, business owners, and lawmakers. Here's New York State Senator Jessica Ramos. She was among the attendees. She spoke to ABC7.
2: $15 just isn't cutting it anymore. We see that the cost of living keeps increasing, the cost of rent, the cost of food, the cost of gasoline, and everything else. And working families are having a really tough time getting by.
1: The group Raise New York organized that gathering. Ten years ago, they successfully led the charge to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. After the rally at City Hall, the group marched through parts of lower Manhattan as well. On Tuesday, a three-judge panel from the Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals issued a temporary stay for New York's concealed carry law. The concealed carry law bans guns in certain sensitive areas like Times Square. Here's New York City Mayor Eric Adams signing the law into legislation back in October.
0: I own
3: three guns. I believe believe in the right to be a responsible gun owner. This is not an assault on gun owners. This is an assault on making
0: bad decisions that can impact the lives of innocent people.
1: A lower court struck down the ban originally as unconstitutional. That happened during the summer of this year. The ban on guns in sensitive areas will remain while the state appeals this issue. Well, of course, the big Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade coming up next week, the iconic parade. And Macy's is... Revealing the new floats for next week's Thanksgiving Day Parade inside its northern New Jersey's studio, 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has a story.
3: Parade executive producer Will Koss says there will be six new floats, including the Baby Shark and Family Float. It's an exciting time for us. We're really looking forward to putting on a fantastic show, one of the biggest shows we've had in a long time. The parade has a new start time at 8.45 a.m. because the parade has gotten bigger But it won't change the start time of the TV broadcast, which is 9 a.m. In addition, last year's COVID protocols and precautions are no longer in effect. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz.
1: 77 WABC News, time 529. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Well, if you miss the top five at 5 and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com.
0: It's the WABC
3: Early News on 77 WABC.